Okay, I want to share with you. I want to share with you an unbelievable idea that I uh, I had this morning, and that I've been thinking about for the past few weeks, and uh, it's going to be a little more kabbalistic than we usually uh, go. But uh, for those of you who have a little bit of background, I think you'll be blown away. And for those of you who don't, please just fasten your seatbelts and uh, join me on this journey in, in a little bit of numerology, a little bit of the, the, the magic of numbers in Judaism. We say at the end of the Passover Seder, for anyone who's still awake, late in the night, there's a, the second to last song in the Haggadah is a very, very interesting song. It seems very childish. It's called Echad Mi Yudea, Who Knows One? And it goes through the different symbolism of numbers between 1 and 13. It starts off, Who Knows One? I Know One. Echad Mi Yudea, Echad Ani Yudea, Echad Hashem, B'Shemayim Va'aretz. One is God in the heavens and the earth. And then it goes through two and three, and each time it keeps listing all the other numbers. So it goes, who knows two? Two is the uh, the tablets. One is Hashem. One is Hashem. One is Hashem of the heavens and the earth. And finally, it ends off with thirteen. And so when you finally get to thirteen, you go through thirteen. Then you say what t- eleven is, uh, what twelve, eleven, ten, all the way down to one. And I was trying to figure out what is the sim- significance of this song. It's so childish and, and simplistic. So I, I decided to have my kids add up the numbers from, I think it's called a combination or factorial, I don't remember, 13 plus 12 plus 11 plus 10 plus 9 all the way down to 1, and you come up with the number 91. The number one, 91 is extremely significant in Kabbalah. And I want to try to share with you a little bit of the significance of the number 1, the number 13, the number seven number eight and the number 91 okay so let's let's do our best to explain some of this now um the number uh the number 91 is a combination of two of god's names the name yud he vav he which is the numerical value of 26 plus the name adonai which is called the name of adnus which represent is the name that we pronounce instead of yud he vav he and you add those two names together you get the number 91 it's also the numerical value of the word amen which is how we conclude every blessing so what's the signature of yud he vav he and adnus so yud he vav he represents god in his essence represents what's called in Kabbalah, Kudshabrihu, the Holy One, blessed be He, the Holy One, which is God, which is beyond this world, interacting with us as the Creator, as as God, as that which is a beyond us. The name Adnus represents the what's in Kabbalistically. There are ten different emanations or dimensions with which God interacts with the world, and the the. Uh, the name Adnus represents Malchus, which is the lowest of those levels, which uh, in, in English is translated as kingship, and that corresponds to the either the 10th or the 7th dimension, uh, depending on how you calculate it, which is really the lowest dimension, which is God revealed in the world, otherwise known as the Shekhinah, the feminine presence of God. That is God who's revealed through 
the the pieces and the parts of this world so to speak god in the multiplicity of this world and so when we say a blessing and we have in mind yudke vavke which is god which is the the which is beyond in the actual actual oneness of god and then we say ad adonai and have in mind god who's here in the world we're literally uniting all the levels and bringing everything back to God. And that's the intention that we have when we do mitzvahs is to, there's a Kabbalistic prayer, uh, sort of meditation to say before doing any mitzvah, which says, To unite the upper realm of God, the yud He, which is, so to speak, God's mind, the God which is beyond the world, with with the Shekhinah, who is God, who is in the world, which is the final hey of God's name. And uh, again, this is all very uh, esoteric, but uh, just hang in here for a few minutes. So so that's the that's the intention of, of when we do mitzvahs. And this song, that Echad Mi Yodea, starts out with oneness. That's God in his source. And it ends with the number 13. 13 is the numerical value of the word Echad. So it's Echad in the pieces. Now I'll share with you something unbelievable. That the number 13 also corresponds to the number 7. Let me explain. Now this week's Torah portion is called Shemini. Shemini means the 8th day. And in, in this week's Torah portion, the construction of the Mishkan, the sanctuary in the desert, was completed. For 7 days, Moshe erected the sanctuary, put it up and took it down. And then after those seventh days, on the eighth day, which was on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, on the first of the month of Nisan, the sanctuary was completed fully and now began the service in the, in the temple, in the, in the sanctuary, in the tabernacle. So there's a connection between the number seven and the number eight. The seventh days were completed in a few parshas ago, actually, in uh, the last, the end of the last book, the book of Shemos ended with Parsha Vayachal. At the end of it, the sanctuary was completed, and then in this week's parsha, we go to the eighth day, which which really was also discussed. The seven days were also discussed in last week's parsha, and somehow, for some reason, the eighth day is skips and it starts in a new parsha. Why aren't they cont- together? Why are they separate? And the answer is because seven and eight are very very disconnected according to Kabbalah. What does seven, uh, what does seven represent? So we know there are seven days of the week uh, in the entire world because of the Torah. There are seven, uh, seven distinct notes in a musical scale. There are seven distinct colors in the rainbow. Uh, the number seven continents, seven seas. The number seven represents the completion of the physical world. Uh, the world was created on six days, according to the Torah. Six represents the disparate parts of reality, the different components of physicality. Seven unites them and completes them. It's compared to the shape of a cube, which is the most basic three-dimensional shape. A cube is made up of six distinct sides. And the seventh dimension is the inner space which ties together the six, six aspects of creation. Shabbos is known as the soul of the world. It fills the world and unites the different components. Just like the body, the soul takes the body and gives life to the body. So that's the seventh dimension. It's the inner space. It's the soul of the world which ties together all this, the number six. 
Okay, that's the significance of the number seven. The number eight is that which was beyond the world. It's spirituality that's beyond. It's God that's outside the world. It's the supernatural. That's the eighth dimension. And uh, during this time period right now, between uh, Pesach, Passover, and Shavuos, when the Torah was given, we count um, 49 days which are made up of the, the permutations, permutations of 7 times 7. 7 times 7 means the 49 different aspects of reality. The seven, 7 meaning the completion of the world of nature, times 7 is 49. And on the 50th day we receive the Torah, the Torah corresponds to the 8th dimension, which is that which is beyond the world, which takes place after we finish the 7 times 7 uh, completion of the physical world. Okay? If you're, if you're still with me, just hang on. Okay, so the Mishkan, the sanctuary, corresponds to the number, to the physical world. The, we learn the laws of Shabbos from the building of the sanctuary. The 39 activities that go into building the sanctuary are, correspond to the 39 creative actions that go into building a world. The sanctuary is a microcosm for the universe. And after this, the components of the sanctuary were built, that's the number six, then comes the seventh dimension, which is the sanctuary becomes filled with the presence of God. That's the Shekhinah, the divine presence. That's the seventh dimension, just like Shabbos. So on Shabbos, we celebrate the completion of the physical world by ceasing to create, by ceasing to build, and by appreciating the divine presence, which exists inside everything in the world. And that took place at the end of the completion of the Mishkan. We put together the parts, the disparate components, that's six. Then it was filled with the divine presence, which took place on the, the, seventh, the, eighth, the seventh day. And then on the eighth day begins the service in the sanctuary, which is the, the sanctuary becomes filled and used to connect to God. So these are two very distinct things. Eight is now the filling up utilizing the seven dimensions to bring it and connect it to spirituality which is beyond this world so we're uniting the feminine aspect of god which is the shekhinah who's hidden in the world the, the spirituality that's in the world with kuchabrihu god who is beyond the world and we're the masculine presence masculine uh, expression of god and we're bringing the two together in unity that's what's happening in the eighth dimension when the the work that takes place in the sanctuary so the number seven is also corresponds to the number 12. There are 12 distinct aspects of physicality, according to Kabbalah, which are the uh, manifest in the 12 months of the year that correspond to the 12 constellations, the 12 signs of the zodiac, which are means in which uh, spirituality comes into this world. Why the number 12? Because a cube is made up of six sides and 12 lines. Each side is made up of, each cube is made up of four sides. And you put all of those together, you get 12 different lines that are uniting the aspects of the cube. So that six days of the week is made up of 12 independent conduits that bring physicality into the world. The seventh dimension then, therefore, corresponds to the 13th dimension, which is, again, that inner space which unites the six aspects of reality, the 12 aspects of, uh, of the building blocks of, of the physical world. 
So the number 13 is the totality. That's why 13 corresponds to Echad, oneness. So in this incredible song, what we're seeing is that the oneness of God, Echad in its simplicity, we be, is the beginning of everything. And the end of everything is the number 13, which is the numerical value of Echad, but that is the the oneness that exists within the pieces of the puzzle, within the world of multiplicity. There's the unity of God, and then there's the parts. And our job is to bring harmony by bringing all together the parts, bringing out the unity and oneness that exists within the parts. Together, when we unite those two parts, God that's within the world and God that's beyond the world, we get the number 91. That's uniting That's uniting yud hey vav hey, what was, what is, what will be the source of everything with the creation with the spirituality that's inside the creation so that's the number 91 and it happens to be that this week's torah portion there are 91 verses in this week's torah portion because that's the eighth dimension the eighth dimension is when we bring and the goal of all of judaism is to bring eight into seven to bring seven up to eight to unite the god is beyond the god is within and to and in essentially in our experience what that means is that uh, yud Hey in God's name corresponds, the first two letters of God's name corresponds to the mind of God, that which is beyond. The final Hey corresponds to God, which is within, which is within each of every, and every one of us. And the Vav corresponds to us. We are the conduit. The letter Vav is a connector between heaven and earth. And our job is to unite all of the experiences, all the experiences of pleasure in this world, all the experiences and, and tastes and sensations with spirituality and that is literally the goal of the torah and the teaching in mitzvahs is to teach us to connect seven and eight so uh i hope you enjoyed that journey into uh some kabbalistic uh numerology and i want to wish you a beautiful shabbos and i look forward to speaking again very very soon